Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Well, last week we heard of Sonray, the CFD provider, actually went into administration. Now, um, surprise, surprise, we've had a um, now had ASIC coming out and saying they're turning up the spotlight on CFD providers. What's interesting to me is that I've been saying for years that CFD providers um, need to be looked at and, and, and the dangers of those CFD providers and what most people don't check out when they're looking into a, a CFD provider. and. Uh, and and happy last week that uh, Sonray uh, or Sonray Capital Markets actually went into administration. Now I actually know Sonray, and I know uh, Russell Johnson, the, the head of Sonray Capital Markets, and yeah, you know, and I had only had uh, lunch with him only last year. And they were around many, many, many years ago, and I think it's probably about five, six years ago that I actually first met Russell when they first set up um, as a CFT provider. And they were wanting our business and obviously wanting us to uh, recommend our education students to them. And him and everybody, every all the other CFT providers like CMC have continually contacted us over the years. They've been around. Obviously, uh, Macquarie Bank is another one that we've talked to, IG Markets, GFC, the whole plethora of these different people but what, what what I find interesting is that now something's happened and one of these CFT providers has actually gone into administration now ASIC's having a really good look at them whereas some of the policies in their PDS's all their product disclosure statements for all their product or their um, application form some of the fine print in these things is actually quite scary now Sonray's wasn't Sonray's I would believe one of the better providers out there uh, and much more ethical providers out there so I'm not saying anything about Sonray, it's for some reason uh, they've gone into administration. I don't know the reason why. Uh, the Fin Review had an article on the weekend um, and suggesting uh, you know, maybe that uh, they're hedging or they've done some sort of things here, but there's no sort of implication of any wrongdoing here. But it is interesting to me that finally that when something's happened, that's when ASIC comes to have a look at it. And what I found was interesting that they're saying that there's somewhere in a vicinity of around 500 people in, in organisations within Australia offering CFDs. I, I think that was the exact figure I remember reading. And to me, that's quite quite alarming. And, and you need to understand what a CFD provider or market participant is as opposed to one of some of those CFD providers. Um, Sonray Capital Markets were a had a white label which means basically a badged product and the badged product was actually the back end of that was Saxo Bank from the Netherlands. Now the Saxo Bank is one of the largest banks in the world and their platform which is what you trade on so people people who trade with with or were trading with Sonray were trading actually trading on the Saxo Bank CFD platform not actually Sonray's. Son, it had Sonray's name all over it and it's the same if you went to something like a GFC um, theirs is actually Sonray behind it. Now, a lot of educators actually, sorry, not Sonray, that theirs were Saxo Banks behind it. Now, a lot of share market educators who promote, you can come and trade on their platform, is a Saxo Bank platform in the background. It's not actually them. Like, for instance, as I said, I could run, uh, or Wealth Within could run a badge platform from Saxo Bank. Not a problem at all. Um, we could badge Macquarie Prime or Macquarie's platform in the background because we have a license. And it's not us actually doing the trading. It's just there's a platform there. You directly go into it. You'll just see our logos and everything around it. 
But the thing is, you need to know who you're dealing business with, and that's really where I'm, I suppose I'm getting at is to saying, well, you need to know who you're dealing with. Like if you're dealing with a CMC, it's their platform, it's nobody else's platform, and CFDs are what they call an over-the-counter product. Now, for those of you who've been listening to these podcasts for quite a while, you'll know we've covered CFDs a few times, and the pitfalls here because you need to know where your money is and that's what I keep saying on these podcasts is when you deal with a CFD provider it's an over-the-counter product which means you're dealing directly with the provider the ASX is not in the middle of these providers and the -the over-the-counter product the ASX does not regulate them they're all regulated under ASIC absolutely but you need to know who you're dealing with so if you're placing a trade with the CMC you're placing it and your counterparty risk is with CMC so if CMC says we're going to pack up shop, we're going overseas, we're going back to the UK, stuff you guys, we're taking all the money, what recourse have you got? Because the ASX is not involved in it. Quite often your money's not in an Australian bank account, it's in um, what they talk like, like a pooled account, which is in the name of the company, not in your name, and therefore they can do whatever they like with it. And this article that I was reading in the Fin Review is saying you know, that uh, it's common practice for pooling client money into one account and it can leave investors exposed to counterparty risks. Is exactly what I was talking about. Um, as if the client, because uh, if the client might not receive all the money back uh, because of unsecured creditors of the firm. So if the firm's got creditors and your money's pulled into this big account, then the creditors access to this account. Whereas something like a Macquarie Prime, if you look at their um, product disclosure statement on their CFDs, is your money's held in a bank account in your name. And because Macquarie Bank are a bank, or Macquarie are a bank, and that bank account is in your name, then that can never happen with a Macquarie. Uh, same as if you're trading with uh, through exchange-traded CFDs using the ASX, is money's held in a bank account in your name? It's not in these big pools. It's a whole different ball game as far as your counterparty risk. Now we all know that uh, CFDs you can't trade them on the US market, but you can trade them in Australia. What I don't want to see is ASIC come by bounding in and saying, oh, we're going to shut down CFDs because ASIC have been, if you look on ASIC's website, they've put out many, many, many times that they believe CFDs are like gambling. And I think that's the biggest load of BS I've ever heard. It's not the CFDs of the gambling, it's the people that are trying to trade CFDs. And to me, CFDs, options, warrants, futures, same thing to me. And CFDs is another form of futures contract. And if you're banning CFDs, then you might as well ban futures and options and warrants because a lot of people that trade in those are also, in my book, gambling as well. So to me, this is just another product for people to lose money on or make money on. Um, the statistics are that something like this, this market's grown by about 20% in the past year, and it's estimated that something like this, 35,000 participants hold around $350 million in largely unregulated over-the-counter securities. That's a lot of money for people to be holding in accounts, and they don't know where their cash is. And to me, that's the thing that I always look at first. If something hits the fan and there's, where's your money, how are you going to get it back? These people with Sonray, um, obviously, then would like to make, need to make a claim against Sonray to get their money back. But if they're in administration, where's your money? If it's in a pooled account, where's your money? And how are you going to get that if the administrator is saying, well, we're not legally responsible to give it back to you. It's paying all the creditors. And you're just one of those creditors in the long line of creditors. Now, as I said, you know, I know Russell and I know, you know he's, he's uh, every time I've met him, he seemed to be uh, one of the nice gentlemen in the industry and he's always talk the right talk and being honest and upfront and ethical but you know, I don't know you never know do you all the time and in the end of the day we never did business with them we chatted but the same again I've chatted to people 
at um, IG Markets and a lot of other different CFP providers, Man Financial, you name it, they've all talked to me. Um, and I found most of them are quite fine. But in the end of the day, if you want to trade CFTs, make sure you read the fine print because I've read in the fine print of some of the companies like a CMC that pretty much they can do whatever they like with your money and you've got no recourse back to them pretty much. Um, obviously, people can try and do it get their money. Um, I don't know the situation at the moment, but to me, I think ASIC doesn't need to come in with a heavy hand, but they do really need to regulate this industry a little bit more. Not increase the paperwork, etc., but as I said, anybody can go and get go and get a white label. You know, they have to have an ASIC license, go and get a white label of somebody else's platform, like a, like a Saxo Bank platform. And for me, that's when people, the average Australian are getting um, misled I believe so I'll leave it all with you uh, all sorry I'll leave that with you but as I said uh, be careful if you're trading CFDs right now and it doesn't matter who you're trading I'd suggest you go to their website download their documents again and read every bit of print on that and especially the fine print to determine where your money is what risk you're taking and I often say to the CFD traders who we teach if you're trading with a CMC or somebody like that as you build up some cash in there so you make some money from some of your trades pull that out and put it into a bank account and keep the same amount so if your account balance is say five thousand dollars that's what you want to keep in there if it builds up to ten take five out and leave five back again and every time you build it up take it out again and keep taking it out and keep taking it out and keep taking it out because the end of the day if they go belly up or into administration you're only going to lose five thousand dollars and you might have twenty or thirty thousand dollars in another bank account that you can chunk into there if you want if you lose a bit of money you can bring money from the outside back into it again but keep all your money in an Australian bank account and that's really the, the point I'm trying to make here always look at the risk as I said, I'll leave that with you today. Hopefully the, the, my thoughts have been helpful to you. I look forward to chatting with you next time. You've been listening to Talking Wealth, and I'm Dale Gillum, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.